Melanated family, what the hell is going on with my people today? You feel me? Hey, hey, lately, y'all, I've been dropping them back to back, haven't I? You know what I mean? I've been hitting y'all, you know what I mean? Every other day I've been hitting y'all. But this one's important, right? Because like I always mention, I speak to every type of black person. Melanated Combo is literally a conversation with every type of individual from our community to gain perspective, understanding, and and hopefully unity and love at the end of it. But the brother that I have on the show today is a real estate agent, an entrepreneur, and we should understand the importance of home ownership in our community. And just in this country, home ownership is a big indicator of wealth in our country. So we're going to get into all of that with my brother, Justin Edwards. How you doing today, Justin? I'm doing good. Bless, bless. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely, man. I, I I appreciate having you on the show, bro. Everybody, do me a favor. Hit the like button, subscribe. Go to Melanated Combo or go to the MelanatedCombo.com. MelanatedCombo.com. Check out everything I'm doing. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Do all that as well. So, Justin, let's 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 get right into it, bro. So, first off, tell everybody where you're from. I'm from Sacramento, California. South Sacramento, to be exact. Okay. And coming from where we come from, we um a lot of our brothers we embark on a lot of different journeys some of our brothers didn't been had to go through shit in the street some of us get regular jobs some of us start businesses what made you say i want to do this real estate thing well because you know i've tried a lot of different things and i i didn't have a um what is it you know a degree to fall back on and i was doing construction and construction is a good industry to be in. It pays well, but it's a lot of hard work. And, um, you know, like any industry, there's the gatekeepers. There's people who can admit you access or also deny it. So I seen that in the construction field that I was in, that the only way I could really make the money I wanted and kind of control my future was if I was a heavy machine operator. Mm -hmm. But again there's gatekeepers in that industry so they weren't allowing me to you know try it out and things of that nature so i, I tried to like what what else could i do and um i was really because i like to watch podcasts and youtube and all that stuff right so i like interviews i like to see how different people just their lives how they speak you know they point of reference all that stuff so i was watching a vlad tv interview and um he had jay morrison on there mm. and i mean you know a real estate agent isn't something that you don't hear about, but it's not something in our community that's really pushed as a career that you should try to do. Hmm. Um, so he was talking about how he went to prison and came out and became a real estate agent and started investing in all kind of stuff. And it kind of sparked my interest. Um, also, another brother that I used to uh, work for and with, um, he was a contractor for multiple years. And he always said, you know, it's big money in real estate. And, um, you know, he was I was working with him and I also was going to try to do the whole contractor thing. But, you know, that's a lot of hard work. That's a, you know, a, a entrepreneurial journey within itself. Um, and I'm I'm better with my words than I am with my hands. So I figured, you know, I'm to... <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was really what sparked it. And then I started to research more about it. And I've always been in different sales jobs as well. So. I've sold Kirby vacuum cleaners, rainbow vacuum cleaners, you know, I've always been a salesman. So mm -hmm. it just kind of fit my personality. I feel like I'm a well-spoken person. So if I know about something, I feel comfortable and confident to speak about it. I don't want to try to, 
freestyle something i don't know about but if i'm privy to it then i have no problem you know discussing it having a conversation about it and you know making it something that i could use to make money so that's really what started it damn that's damn okay i didn't know that so that's interesting bro because it's funny so the first piece you mentioned about a con construction bro i've read so much shit throughout history justin about how the unions and construction companies how it's a small network like yeah. it's almost luck if you yeah. get to move up in some of these companies because like you said the gatekeepers in nepotism too like no nah, my goddamn <laughs> cousin is next up nigga yeah. <laughs> right, right. you when my son is about to be 18 you know what i mean so, right. so that's some real shit and something else you said jay morrison the brother gets a lot of flack he's he's one brother in our community that get a lot of shit because yeah. of different things he's trying to do but i always remove that because like you I like the interviews. I like to hear black men talk about different perspectives. And I learned from that shit. Like, you know, you know what I mean? And Jay Morrison is a brother who get a lot of shit, but he is successful. And that's yeah. good that you was able to take from that. Because I think when watching a Vlad TV interview, shit, 85 South, goddamn a uh, million dollars worth of game, any of these places, if your mind is right, you're going to be looking for game opposed yeah. to entertainment. Yeah. You see, may, may you see what I'm saying? So if you're in the right space mentally, you could be like, nah, I can do what he just said. That's really what it's supposed to be about. You know what I mean? So yeah. I respect that, brother, man. And that's good that you was able to see that because a lot of times, as you know, in our community, it's like, nigga, dribble that ball, uh, <laughs> sell that, sell that, whatever. And that's really? how we get out of this thing. Nobody be like, hey, no, you can sell houses because, look, when you said <laughs> use your mouthpiece the right way, bro. There's so many people in our community that's using their voice for frivolous shit. If yeah. you're gaming up a woman, if you're using your mouthpiece to be nefarious in any way, you can change that shit up. You can actually use how you speak to people and use it in a way to be, like, profitable for yourself. So I, so I respect that. So uh, another thing I want to ask you, give me, like, some of the um, getting into real estate and selling people homes, like that entire process you go through. What are some of the misconceptions you see? Like some of the things when you initially tell someone, hey, I can help you buy a house, help you sell your house, they're, they may be um, reluctant to a certain degree. What are some of the misconceptions you see that's like, nah, that ain't that hard. Let me do the process for you. You know what I mean? And we can get you where you need to be. So I'll say this. Anybody that has a job can get a house in two years. And I say that to say, because the the whole process is based off your income your credit score and your debt to income ratio pretty much so you know it's a calculation of your debt to income ratio but you want to eliminate as much bad debt as possible of course you want to have certain trade lines and tra trade lines is just in a, a credit account you know you want to have certain trade lines so that the the lenders can see that you're worthy of lending to they want to make money off you, but they have to make sure it's a safe, you know, bet for them. So, wait, is a trade line a credit card, Justin? Is that like a credit card or some other type of credit? So, any a trade line is something that goes on your credit profile. So, it could be a credit card, it could be a car, it could be a student loan. Mm -hmm. All of these different things are forms of trade line. Mm -hmm. So, um, you want to make sure you have a solid profile with your credit, but going to the, what you're saying, what have I heard? Some people think you got to have an 800. You can get an FHA loan with a 580. 
Damn. It's not going to be the best rates, but you can get an FHA loan for with a 580 with a 660 or a 640, depending on because I'm a realtor. The person that's going to help you get the financial aspect of the transaction done is going to be a lender, someone that's working directly with the banks that's going to go over all of this in great detail. But I have to know enough so that I can speak with you about it and then pass you over to them. But mm. I don't want to go over anybody's head. But what he's saying is some people think that you got to have an 800 credit score or a 700 credit score. You can get a 580, a 640, a 660. If you get a 660, you're good to go. You can get down payment assistance and everything. With a um, 660 credit score. Yeah, and, and that's not too hard to get. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you want to be gainfully employed. You want to have a job for two years. Some people think you got to be on the job for a long time or you got to make the most money. No, of course, you know, the more money you make, the better. Um, but, yeah, some people think you got to come with thousands. With You got to come with some thousands, but you don't got to have the whole closing costs and the down payment. There's assistance programs. You can get gift funds from people. You can use your 401k where there is a will. There is a way. The biggest thing is a person getting with a professional like myself and saying that they're interested. And then we'll do our jobs to make sure that they're they they speak to the right individuals and put themselves in a position. Even if you're not ready now, get ready by speaking with someone don't say oh i got it i'm gonna fix my credit myself because some people think they need to pay everything off and they don't need to you may mm -hmm. just need to address one or two accounts you know you may you may end up closing a credit card account and that was helping your debt your utilization so the age of it may, may have been helping your credit history so there's a lot of things that go into it but the biggest thing is stop stop believing what you think or what somebody else told you and get with the professionals that do this on a day-to-day -day basis because we make money off of this we it's in our best interest to make sure that you're able to do this so we're going to do everything we can and then people like myself that understand the value of it they want to see you in that house like i feel every single house that i've helped somebody buy is a house that i personally will live in or it was a great financial move for them hmm. to go from renter to homeowner is a big deal to go from paying somebody else's mortgage to paying into your equity for the future, for your children, for even just, you know, it's a great savings account. Mm. That's damn. I, I, I figured you would break it down for us like that, because that's that's important, bro, because I think. Right. Looking at the wealth of black people in America, anybody who studies this type of shit, you'll know that we're behind to a degree like the the, oh, the biggest sure. indicator of wealth in america is real estate right and a lot of yeah. us and growing up and i have to I, I i always try to relate to where i come from i can't speak from no other angle right where right. i come from a lot of the people justin they they didn't even see that as an option bro nah. they the day-to-day -day struggle put them in a mental and they had some of these people had jobs everybody wasn't just all fucked up yeah. they had jobs but like you saying they in a day in an apartment paying a thousand dollars not realizing if you do the proper paperwork, get things popping, you can possibly pay $400, $500 more than that, but you can own it. Like, we don't realize the importance of that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? No, for sure. It's not a part of our culture, unfortunately. And, um, you know, the statistics when it comes to, like, race, if we're looking at race and home ownership, we're the lowest on the on that when it comes to that standard. And, you know, even immigrants will come in and do what they got to do and start owning land and owning homes and owning businesses. So 
I'm going to say it's like 44% of the black population owns a home. And then, you know, that, so less than half of us It's crazy because <laughs> before we had civil rights, we had more home ownership, mm. you know? So it's just a, it's really a, a mental thing, but also it's, it, yeah, at the end of the day, it's a mindset and because people have jobs, but mm-hmm. they don't want to, they don't understand the true value of it. I've literally helped some people buy a home. And in two years, they had a hundred thousand dollars in equity, literally like in a year, like a hundred thousand. And, you know, equity is basically you buy a house for, let's say, 300. But now because of appreciation or because of amount you put it down in it, now the house is valued at four hundred thousand. So now you have a three hundred thousand dollar house that's now valued at four hundred thousand. That hundred thousand dollars, that's equity, that money over what you owe if you were to sell the house. That's your equity. And you can do things like lend on your own house and use it as a bank uh, with the HELOC. There's a lot of home equity line of credit. There's a lot of stuff you can do with home ownership and being an owner and switching your position and thinking of being a consumer mm-hmm. and being someone who's a renter to someone who's a owner, who's someone who is a in a different tax bracket and in a different financial position. There's a lot of tax breaks. There's all kinds of stuff you can do with being a homeowner. But the first thing is to have the right mindset to want to get into it mm-hmm. and then making make doing whatever you got to do to make it happen. Wait, so mention, uh, talk about that again. You said HELOC. You mentioned using the equity. Talk talk about that a little more. Yeah, so there's it's called a HELOC. It's short for a home equity line of credit. And if your home has equity, the bank will allow you to basically get a debit card for your house. Like mm-hmm. for the... The equity that you have and, you know, in layman's terms, essentially it's that you're able to lend on your own house. Now, that's not a good idea if you're going to blow the money. But if you're going to do something like take that money and reinvest into something else or, you know, diversify yourself, get into some stocks, get into some Bitcoin, help your kid play, pay college, doing something that's real, then, yeah, it's worth it. Or, you know, using that to purchase another property or go in with somebody and mm. start doing Airbnb. There's so many different ways that you can use real estate to make money that is crazy. And we just got to do it because most wealthy people, if they didn't earn their money through real estate, they use real estate as a means to continue to grow their money. Mm, makes sense. Makes sense. So you basically saying real estate, if you a person can focus on getting the house and go through the whole process and do that honestly and stay down with it. And that can be the opening to whatever business they want to start. Exactly. Or the opening to, we talk about college and everything. That's true, but it could be the opening to an Airbnb or you like the kid, kid turns 16, you want to get him a car. But the important things that we have to do in life, this can be bread. They can use that for right? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's one, it's so much money in real estate. No, we could even flip it to you becoming a realtor yourself. Like I've only been doing it for like three, four years, but I've been able to make a hundred thousand dollars in a year doing it. Mm. Like that is, it's real. Like it's real estate. There's a lot of money in it and being, especially that we live in California. So put it like this, we make money based off of the percentage, a small percentage of the purchase price of a home. So if a home is 400,000, typically we get two and a half percent of that. That's $10,000. Most jobs ain't paying you $10,000 in one month. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and, and what, who's to say you don't sell five houses in one month? That's fifty thousand dollars in one mm-hmm. month. And it's it's not that easy to do, but it's doable. You know, if you go hard at working 40, 50, 60 hours for somebody else who has a price limit, hey, you're only going to make 25 an hour. And it could be good money, double time and overtime and all of that. But I'm talking about thousands. I don't even think of per hour anymore. I'm, I'm thinking of tens of thousands. Yeah, that's that's damn. That's big, bro, because real estate, I think sometimes like just doing your own business because it is a version of being your own business person for I sure think black folks sometimes we need to get out of the the uh, the uncertainty justin i think sometimes we be nervous bro we be scared we don't we really don't want to bet on ourselves because yeah. i'm getting to a point now too justin where i when, when i see 25 dollars an hour 30 dollars an hour to work for somebody i'll I be sitting back like uh I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm thinking of the other because if you're a real estate agent or a realtor and you use the same eight, the same 40 hours a week you use to attack a job, let's say you're good at the job, yeah. you use the same 40 hours a week to apply yourself to selling homes, you should be just as uh, you should be just as successful, right? Yeah, more successful. More successful. It's it. It's a situation to where, you know, it's not easy to be an entrepreneur, but it's worth it, though. It's worth it. The lessons you learn, the down, the when you get down, because I'm not going to make it seem like everything is good. Mm-hmm. I've had times where I didn't sell a house. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't utilize the money properly, then you're going to have to fill that. Mm-hmm. But dude, but I could I could just sell a house the next month and it's restarting, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and then at your job, you got to work hard, hard, a lot of hours before you can reach a certain pinnacle um so yeah i say that to say that there's a lot of a lot of opportunity in real estate whether it's you becoming a realtor whether it's you becoming an investor or whether it's you just saying look i gotta live somewhere anyway let the place that i live be the place that i'm funding and eventually the equity that i'm gonna get in it because real estate appreciates if you go back 30 years and look at the price of them houses that was literally 30, 40, 50,000 dollars. Literally, I literally just helped a man, his father, bought all kind of houses in the old park area. Gave him some of the houses when he when he passed. And literally, the house was forty thousand dollars, and we're selling it for three hundred and eighty thousand dollars. God damn. Look at the return on that investment. Not only that, he's he gave his his kid a place to live. So now he's not stressing over. Oh, I got to pay this rent or whatever. Now he's paying the house is paid off or the mortgage is low. Like we just came from a historically low. I'm talking about in the history of selling homes in America. And as far as we've kept in track, the interest rates were lower than they've ever been before in the history of selling homes. They were literally two and three percent. Right now, they're like 7%. That's still very low. It's not as low as when you compare it to two years ago. But also, we got to look at what was going on. We had the, the world was on fire. The pandemic was going on. So we need to. That's what's up, brother. Working on buying a duplex. I just helped somebody buy a duplex. I was going <laughs> to ask you, because that's my boy, Justin. I was going to ask you, is buying a duplex like the process to buying a duplex to buying like a three bedroom, four bedroom house? Is it any different? The same or you know what I mean? So they factor in that you're going to live on one side and then the rest is going to be income. So that's a factor that the lender will help you with. But if you can if you can qualify for the amount that that home is for, you can get it. 
I'm I'm literally about to close this week with the gentleman. He was now. This is the play for real. He got approved for two fifty, right? Right now you can't buy nothing with two fifty. I'm gonna just be honest with you. Um, in Sacramento, California, there's not much you can buy, and especially if it's a FHA loan. FHA is Cal Catholic. They have stricter requirements on the property. The um, it can't be a fixer upper essentially. Like it has, it can't have certain problems going on with it. So if you have a conventional loan, that's another form of loan that may take a little bit higher credit score or a little bit higher income. Um, so whatever you can afford, do what you need to do to get in. That's what I would say. But mm. this gentleman, he, he could afford a FHA. He's a hardworking man. He got a good job. But just the debt to income ratio and all of that stuff, he was only approved for 250. Mm. So what he did was get with his parents, say, hey, look, this is what I'm trying to do. His pops, he got some money. He said, look. Let's get a duplex together. I stay on one side, you stay on another side, and we could we could use that, and and we could you could be my co-signer, and we could buy something together. So they when he went from having being approved for two fifty to now he's approved for five hundred. Oh, so wait, now he's oh, buying. Oh, because he included his dad on the deal. Yeah, Clad included his dad both on the credits. Exactly, and that's the play we got to run. These other cultures is doing it. I used mm. to live across the street from a dude who live with his parents he still was working and doing what he needed but he lived with his parents and everyone in the house the uncles and aunts they all lived together and the aunt and the uncle that was like one was let's say a mechanic the other one was a nurse they got their funds together and they they bought the lot next door then they built a house so now this this family within this they they next door now and now he's still there he making some money he doing what he needs to do now he buys this lot across the street builds the house there and now they went from all living under the same roof to owning the block literally now this man owns eight houses mm. and his he could literally control the community because it's his community he's bought all the houses so Damn. where there's a will there's a way we got to get over that i know i gotta have my my first home be my dream home your first home isn't going to be your dream home unless you hit the lotto your first home is going to be a stepping stone that's going to create equity for you so you can use this purchase from the equity that you get when you sell it. So now you can put down a hundred thousand dollar payment or a fifty thousand dollar payment on the next house. So mm. that's what you that's the play. You don't want to just come in saying, no, I got to have this. I got to have that. You are literally paying somebody else's rent and they did not pay that 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 amount for the, that you're paying. They got you paying twenty three hundred dollars a month. But they pay, they they paying thirteen hundred, and they taking a thousand, or they paying fifteen hundred, or even they're paying two thousand. But they got the asset, so over time, as it appreciates, yeah, they may only be getting three hundred dollars a door, but over time, as it appreciates, they can use that and lend on it. They can use that and sell it. They can use that. There's a lot of different things they can do. They can Airbnb it and cash flow it. This, whatever they want to do, they can do it. But you can't do these things as the renter. Damn. Can't do it. Damn, wait. Hey, hey, y'all. So, look. We, look. <laughs> that's <laughs> some game right there, Justin. I be, I look at Asian families and Mexican families that live together. And I be thinking in my mind, I know they doing, I know they working together to get what they want because everybody in the house working. So I know somebody trying to buy a house, somebody trying to get a business cracking, but hey, you just broke it down for us. 
they really be working together and they say, look, you buy the goddamn lot next door. I buy that one. I'm going to buy that one. Damn, in four years, this whole street is our damn family. How about that? Damn, yeah, that's... And, look, and, and, and look, black folks, we there's a there's a process we're going to have to go through to get to this shit. It's like a cleansing almost. Because yeah. he tells us while we in the position we in, like we ain't got to get into all that, but we so big on not fucking with our family, bro. We be so <laughs> big on I ain't living with you. I we we so big on like it's I'm not focusing on the fact that if we I've seen this a lot of times, Justin. Five adults in the house, right? Maybe one or two of them work it. But they at each other's throat. Really about money and shit. It don't be about nothing. It's about money and position and we ain't got shit. Not realizing if all five of them got a full-time job at McDonald's. <laughs> at at McDonald's, $15 an hour, all five of them got a full-time job. Two years, they can do whatever they want to do. Ain't, ain't, ain't yep. that shit, bro? Yep. That's the game. We got to stop. Like, at the end of the day, the game was set up against us. But the thing about now is we still got action, though. They used to have redlining, and it's still some some practices that aren't fair for us. You know, we're still to a certain extent at the bottom because we don't got the large lump sums of money. But majority of the people that I help is African American, is black, is African, however you want to look at it. And it's not like I'm saying, excuse me, no, I'm not helping any other race. But most realtors they work with their sphere of influence. Your sphere of influence is the people that you know or the mm -hmm. people that know you. So typically within a certain culture, you're going to know people that are in your culture. Mm. So that's the thing. It's we can get it done. And now we have access. Now you can literally go on the Internet and learn anything, whatever you want to know. And this these this right here, this real estate is the biggest wealth creator than anything. They're not making any more of it. And it's going to appreciate Right now may not be the best time for you to buy, but if you can buy right now, buy. Because eventually the interest rates are going to come down and you can refinance. And you can refinance. We're doing things with a with a um a 2-1 buy down. I had a conversation about a 2-1 buy down. So right now the the market is going from a seller's market to a buyer's market. What that means is the sellers are the people that sell in the house. They have been able to get 10 and 15 offers, get offers above list price. So they have the leverage. They don't have to take your offer that's below list price or at list price. When they have 10 of them, that's $50,000 above. So that market shifted because the interest rates were so low, everyone had buying power. So now it's the thing where, okay, everybody has the capability to buy. So the demand is high, but there's still only so many houses and the inventory is low. So supply and demand, the supply is low, the demand is high, the prices go up. Mm. So this created an extreme seller's market. This created a market to where if you ask somebody that, you know, just bought a house two years ago, they're going to say, yeah, it was hard, man. I had to put in 10 different offers for most people. And that's because it was extreme seller's market. But now because they raised the interest rates, now the interest rates, instead of being two and three percent, they're six, five, six, seven percent. It's less people that are able to get in. Some people were barely able to get in at three that three hundred thousand dollar mark, and they were able to buy a house. But now the three hundred thousand dollar mark is not getting you much. You may have to be at three fifty to get a home that's on the lower level. 
And there's nothing wrong with that because you can always fix your, fix your house up. And this is not about to be your house forever. This is just a stepping stone in the right direction. So what the 2-1 buy down is because it's a seller's market, sellers are having their homes sit on the market for, for 30, 60, 100 days. And they don't want that. They trying to get it sold because if it's sitting on the market, the only leverage they have is to drop the price. And as they drop the price, they're dropping the amount that they're going to get back so you we can come to a seller and say hey seller assist us with a credit meaning give me a point or two a point is a percentage of the purchase price let that be ten fifteen thousand dollars to purchase the interest rate buy down for two years it'll go two it'll go two points lower than what it is so if you're at a six percent right now for 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 two years, the um, the first year you're gonna have a two two percent reduction hmm. for that whole year. The next year you're gonna have a one percent. That's why it's called a two one buy down. So for two years you're gonna have a situation where your interest rate is lower. On the first year it's gonna be two percent lower. So from six percent to four percent. That that might be six seven hundred dollars a month. And the good thing about this is it goes into a separate escrow account. So when you go into when you buy a house, escrow is involved. It's a title company. It's a neutral third party that makes sure the buyer's going to do what they say and the seller's going to do what they say. So they have these different accounts that they can put the money in. So if the seller says, "Okay, I'll do this to and buy down, because if I do this for you, you can now afford to buy my house. And I don't want my house to keep sitting on the marketing, having to take reductions. So, yeah, let's do it. Okay, bam. So now. You get the two one buy down. Your first year is two percent less the interest rate. Your next year is one percent less the interest rate. But let's say they reduce the interest rates altogether. You can refinance. Refinancing means you restructure your loan deal and get it for lower than what it was because now the interest rates are lower. And the great thing about the two one buy down is this money is in a separate escrow account. Typically, if you just bought your rate down, all right, you bought it down and that's it. But with the two one buy down, the money is coming every month from this account. But if you refinance the money that's there, it goes to your principal. It goes to your principal and pays it down. So people are saying the interest rates are too high. All right. Well, if you can still get approved, come talk to me. Let's try to market. If you don't get a house, all right, you don't get it. We, we wait until the time's right for you. But if you do and we're able to do something like this, now, instead of paying 6% interest, you're in a 4% interest situation. And then when the rates go down to three, you refinance it and, and that money goes to your paying your principal down. It's all damn. kind of ways we can work something. That's game, bro. We're going to be hit. Damn. We're going to have to keep, we're going to have to further our conversation about all this, bro, because <laughs> it's because it, this is something I was aware of, but not really. So you, it's almost like you saying, once you start the process, once you commit yourself to saying i'm gonna buy a house and do it the best way i can it's a it's a flurry of opportunities if your mind is open and you're willing to look at it, it ain't just buying a house and living in it forever because you did say and i want you to talk about this real quick do you not recommend people going into buying a first house because you said your first house is your dream house so should someone go into it thinking that like i'm not gonna yeah. live here forever <laughs> Exactly. If you look at it like this, my dream house, you're going to want it to be perfect. But if you look at it like, OK, I don't like them carpets, but all right, let me once this thing is done, my credit is good right now. I could finance some flooring. 
Mm. Okay, all right. Look, I don't like the color of the walls, but I could paint them. The roof is a little messed up. Maybe they'll give me a credit to get the roof fixed. Mm, if you okay. look at it like I need everything to be perfect and this is my dream home, then you're going to have to come with dream home money. Mm. So you're saying, okay, I can see the problems in it and I I can use my credit and different shit not to make this my dream home, but to put more value on this home so I can get my dream home. Exactly. You you put some sweat equity into it, make it comfortable so you live in it until the time is right. So now once you're in it, now you're looking at the interest rates. Now you're seeing what the market is doing because now you have an asset that you can use to sell to get money out of so that you can purchase the next property. So mm -hmm. right now, for some people, it's not a good time for them to sell because if they sell right now, they if they just bought, and let's say they bought, because I have clients that are like, all right, look, I got a hundred thousand in equity, let, let's buy something else. But the thing is, the prices were so high that all you would be doing is trading to trade up. You wouldn't get none of that money. You're just gonna put all that money into the next house, and that's fine if that's what you want to do. But if you bought in two thousand and eight. 2012 and now you want to sell you have equity you have equity it's not even a question if you don't the only reason you won't is if you kept refinancing and doing helocs and taking money out and doing it like that but if you never mess with your equity you're sitting on a hundred thousand equity two hundred thousand equity because prices have went up that much hmm. so now you can now you can start playing with that you can start making plays with that i should say damn damn that's that and that can damn justin it sounds like that can be your business, damn near. If you do that, if you do that part right, your your hopes and dreams, the shit you're passionate about. Because sometimes, bro, I get a lot of people I talk to who feel like they don't have the money to finance said dream, whatever that may be. You know what I mean? It, and it could be some shit they're good at. Just so, so, something that they hella good at, and all they need is a little bread to get it popping. Yeah, so it sounds like if you buy your house the right way and. Damn, this is why they tell us real estate is the biggest sign of uh, 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 wealth in this country because of what it can lead to. You know what I mean? Damn. Yeah, no, for sure. You could take, like I said, you could take some money out, buy some cryptocurrency. And if that mm -hmm. hits, you hit on that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying do that, but I would say, you know, diversify your portfolio. Get in the stocks, get in the bonds, get in the cryptocurrency. These things aren't going anywhere. Hmm. They're not going anywhere. So, Get into these games that we used to not be able to get into. Be smart about it. Learn. Like I said, YouTube, you can learn anything you want literally off of YouTube. You can Google almost anything. If you open up a book and start reading, you can learn about anything. Yep. And you can be close enough to an expert as you need to be to make a wise decision. Mm, definitely. Definitely. And then so something else we touched on it. Um, a few minutes ago, but I want to get your take on it because I read a lot of articles about home ownership, about how black people are treated, about this big um, this this big appraisal thing, bro. Where yeah, you go in, where, 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 where you go and get your house appraised? It's at two twenty. Take the pictures off, throw up the white folks. Not that thing at four twenty. Like so, as a from your perspective, I don't know. Like, is there anything you can do? about that like how do you even address that as a real estate agent you know what so I mean? so as i so if i come into somebody's house and they say they want to sell their house i say okay cool that's good let's talk numbers let's do all of that but when they say what do i need to do to prepare my house you need to get rid of anything personal to you that house doesn't need to represent you at all 
because at the end of the day, it's not your house anymore once it's sold. So if we know that because they think a brother or a sister or a Hispanic person lived in this house, they're going to devalue it, play that game. Don't show that. Don't show that. Don't play yourself. If we know they're going to do that, then look, we're taking everything that's culturally ethnic to this house and we're taking it down. You know, and then yeah. once we sell the house, we're gonna make the money and then we can bring all our cultural stuff back. Yeah, what racism day, still day. exists, so we gotta just play or we just gotta be smooth in, in the game that we playing. Well, I see. Damn, man. I like how you said that. That's that's damn that that says a lot without saying a lot. You can tell a black family anything this anything personal, and really how you just said it. I know this affects black folks too, but this can go for any people, like, yeah. Anything that's personal to you, remove that shit. <laughs> Nobody wants yeah. to see that. They want to buy this house and envision how it's gonna look when they get it. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, that's gonna help the house sell. When you go into a house, you don't want to see everybody's family or how they decorated it. You want to see it kind of with a blank canvas. Yeah, you may want to see a bed and some staging so you can imagine it, but mm. you don't want those personal items. And you know, like we're living in this world, some people aren't. You know, they, they may not want to see a certain ethnicity or culture. They may not want to purchase it from a certain ethnicity or culture. Mm -hmm. So eliminate that by eliminating the personal items, the ethnic and the cultural things. I'm not telling you to don't have that in your house. But when it comes time to selling it, we're playing a game now. My goal is to make you the most money that we can. And if we know that people are going to devalue this home because of who's in it, we're not going to show that. Mm, damn. See, that's. Damn, you removed all emotion. You removed it's, it's a it's business, business, bro. It's just business. It's just business. And I'm sure if you put it to families that way, they'll understand because damn, this is hitting me. You don't have to get into all the racial things. You if if, if they black, you don't gotta say, hey, if you're black, they be devaluing. <laughs> no, no. Anything culturally relevant, anything personal, like you said, that yeah. makes the most sense. Anything personal to you. Remove that shit just for a couple days. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to see your Pan African flag, just like you don't want to see they All Lives Matter Donald Trump flag. There or you know, you might want to see it, but you don't know who's gonna come in your house. That's so you true. need to. It needs to be neutral. That's very true. That's that's very true. Well, I appreciate you, brother, coming on, man. And and any so before we go, anything else you would have to say to a potential buyer, somebody black because i'm i'm always speaking to my people who don't think they can buy the house who think the process is going to be too long who think they can't afford it the biggest thing i hear from people who make pretty good money like decent money i can't afford it yeah my rent i know people justin rent 1800 bro 2300 i'm yeah. like damn you, at least start looking into the process you know what i mean for sure yeah i would say don't sell yourself short and get with the professional. It's our job to do what we can to get you into a home. You may qualify. You may be ready to go right now. Or you may, maybe you're not ready to go right now. But we'll give you the tools and what the game plan is for you to, so that you can get qualified. If you want this certain house, then we say, well, you know, next year you may have to make this amount of money. If you're a self, if you're a business owner and you want to buy a house, when you're filing taxes, you cannot claim all these expenses because they're looking at your income. And when you claim all these expenses, you lower your income. So now the amount of house that you'll be able to afford is going to be lesser because your income is lesser. So you want to be wise. You want to you want it to be a play. 
If you want to do it, get with the professional. Call me, Justin Edwards. If you want to win and put Justin in, that's my slogan. So call me, 916-710-3135. I got lenders that can connect with you that's down to earth that'll be real with you. You want people to, that's got your best interest in mind and also that are going to be real with you in this process because we can get to the closing table and the loan doesn't qualify because you weren't really supposed to be qualified. I've had that happen. So you got to get with the right lender because any lender can get you a pre-approval, but a pre-approval isn't anything until we get all that documentation in. Mm -hmm. So that's a big thing too, is getting with the right people that really want to see you move forward. And that are actually going to be honest and upfront with you because this is a long process as far as, it doesn't have to be long. It all depends on you and your profile. Some people are ready today and they don't think they are. Some people, all they need to do is borrow a little money from their 401k because they're not going to spend it in another 20 years anyway. And your home is going to appreciate way faster than that 401k is. So you're going to get that money back. Use that to use a down payment. If your parents are saying they're willing to help you, if auntie, uncle is willing to help you, you can literally get a gift letter. If grandma going to help you, get a gift letter and use that. Use some of your 401k. Start saving. Start, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. But you can't be the number one hater of yourself and stopping your dreams and opportunities by saying you can't do it. Mm, Damn. Damn. That's God. Okay. And then one last thing. You mentioned that somebody may not be ready today, but you mentioned like the two year thing. Yeah. Being in real estate, how do you address the two year thing? Do you say because it sounds like what you telling me right now? It sounds like y'all be on the team with them. It's like we do we we gonna work this. Yeah, we work together. I don't get paid unless we close this deal. So <laughs> I I want to see you get this deal closed more than just me feeding my family. But I understand how how hard you may have had to work for it. I respect it. I appreciate it. When people do it, I'm proud of them genuinely. Genuinely, mm. I'm proud of you because I know you had to do some stuff to get here. So I, I applaud you, respect. And, you know, we're a team. We work together. That's literally my, my company is called Just Win Realty. That's all I want to see my people do is win. Anybody that I'm connected with, I want to see you win, you know, and we can win. We can all win. And if we work together, we can do it. At the end of the day, almost everyone should buy a house. So it doesn't matter when you buy a house. I'm going to be still be selling houses. So if mm-hmm. it take you 10 years, whatever, I want to sell your kids a house. That's my mm-hmm. goal is to sell your grandkids a house. Mm-hmm. So help you now, help you buy the second one, help you buy the third one. Oh, my son wants to buy one. All right, let's do it. He just had a kid and now they need to upsize. Let's do it. I'm going to be here. The two year thing is just about the job history. If you don't have the tax oh, yeah. or the W-2s, then the, it's going to take you. They want to see two years of gainful employment. Hmm. So that's why I say in two years, whatever credit profile you got, you should be able to fix it up in two years. If you don't have the right job, you may be able to get a second job. And now in two years, you'll be ready. So give yourself a two year time frame and do it. You can do it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Look, look, family, this is important, man. We need to know what's in reach. Everybody needs to know what's in reach. And I know people who may not have a good job. You may be working part time. Your money ain't up. Let this conversation be a lesson. Maybe you just need to get a better job. Start looking at your credit. I know a lot of people, Justin. I was one of these people like six, seven years ago who never looked at their credit. Yeah. Like never. This is this is tragic behavior. When I was a young dude, me and my homies used to be like <laughs> our little stupid ass. We used to be chilling, talking about nigga, I'm gonna pay cash for everything. Who needs yeah, I used to think that too. 
that's the most ignorant shit ever, bro. Yeah. Credit score is ever, everybody should be treating their credit just like they social. You should be looking at it every day, if not every other day. Get a good idea of what you're paying, what you're not paying. Let's manage this shit so we can build wealth in our community, man. Too too many things be happening where I'm looking at the situation like, damn, we just underfunded because when we look at like the wealth gap between black and white, it's it's tremendous, and most of it is real estate. Yep. Most of it is people in other communities getting sometime throughout history they have gotten leg ups in 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 different positions, but really it's buying a house, giving it to your son, your son giving it to his son. This whole process is really what America was built on. So all of us need to get on board. So this was good, man. I'm gonna bring my I'm gonna bring my brother Justin back when he gets new updates. Anything the family needs to know about buying a house and the process. And y'all gotta rewind it back, man. He dropped a lot of game about what you can do once you buy it, what you can do when you're trying to buy it. Like all of this is pertinent information. So I appreciate my brother Justin Edwards for stopping by the Melanated Combo to game us up on the real estate game man so thank you very much for joining us justin give me or tell all of us how can they reach you you just said it a few minutes ago but if someone wants to buy a house ask you questions even because i'm sure you're open to that yeah for sure how can they reach you so you could just google just win realty just j-u-s-t win w-i-n realty google me I'm on there. I'm on social media as Justin Edwards. I also have a business page, Just Win Realty, on Facebook. And then I also have a um, Instagram, and it's Just Win 916. Um, and then you can give me a call or text me. My phone number is 916-710-3135. And my email address is Justin at JustWin916.com. There we go. There we go. So there we go, family. Let's all get into the mindset, man. And I'm aware some people may not be ready, but my brother, what he's saying and what I've experienced, too, once you turn that page in your brain, like, I'm going to do it. It may be two years. For some people, bro, it may be even longer, but that's not the that's not the point. Get started. Get started. Know what you need to have. Know what you don't need to have. Like, get a good grasp of what needs to take place so you can take that next step because like my sister blue girl said in a comment a few minutes ago that i think is some real shit she because i talk a lot about fathers and fathers being there as a man and i'm realizing this as a man this can be one of the biggest steps you can take towards creating something concrete for your family making yeah. your woman and your kids feel like i got y'all i'm yeah. doing something that's permanent you know what i mean justin for sure for sure, you that's it's total power. You control it, and then you guys just think, you know, in the last five, if you've been written for five, ten years, how much money did you spend? That could have all been equity. Mm -hmm. And then for y'all that don't believe you could do it with your job, tap in with me. I'm a realtor, and I'm helping realtors become successful. We can partner together. In two years, we'll have you making fifty to one hundred thousand dollars a year, and then you can get in that way. Either way, well, there's a will, there's a way, baby. Let's do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wait, and then Blue Girl got one more question, Justin. So she mentioned people in other states. So if you know some, if Justin, if you got somebody like in Texas that wants to buy a house, can you help them or how does that process work? So what I would do, because my license is only good in California, but I have a network of realtors all throughout America, even if you want to go to a different country. So I would connect you with a realtor in the area that you're trying to, excuse me, that you would like to buy in. And then I would stay connected with them just and you just to make sure the process goes well. 
But yeah, wherever you want to buy, New York, Texas, wherever, Florida, it doesn't matter. You want to go to Puerto Rico, let's do it. I have realtors everywhere. I'm with EXP um, Realty, so we're worldwide. I can connect you with a good realtor out there. Make sure they take care of you, and we can get it done. Definitely, definitely. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining the show today. Thank my brother Justin Edwards for coming on the show and dropping game. And this is what it's about, man. I'm kind of sick. I'm a little under the weather, y'all. been coughing a whole lot and shit. It, this shit pumped me up, man. This is what I was made to do right <laughs> here, baby. You know what I mean? Because no, I bring people on my show, and everybody I bring, they don't disappoint, man. We need to take this information and do something with it, family. So this is your brother Harrison, Melanated Combo Podcast, Justin Edwards from Just Win Realty. There we go. Over here dropping game. And like I said, man, we're going to have him back. Once he got some new information, something you can share with the family, we're going to get it. Please subscribe to the YouTube page, which is The Melanated Convo on YouTube. I'm on all the digital platforms, Spotify, Apple, uh, uh, Google Podcasts, everywhere you can find talking out. Uh, your boy be there. You feel me? So this is your brother <laughs> Harrison, The Melanated Convo Podcast, man. We out. Peace.